What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to you, Amelie Vavrosky, who's the founder of Formally. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hi. Thanks so much, Matt, for having me. This is really exciting. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on and learn more about what you're working on. For people that haven't heard of Formally or aren't familiar with you, can you kind of share what you're working on? Sure. Yeah. Formally is a legal tech company that uses accessible design to make immigration applications accessible. So immigration sucks right now. Forms are only available in English and they ask you really hard questions. So we simplify that and make it easier. And by doing that, we can do two things. One, we can help attorneys serve more clients by allowing them to outsource a lot of the hard work from filling out applications to clients. And we also empower clients to understand their applications better and do better in court. So let's kind of walk through what this kind of what this looks like or how someone can use this. So can you kind of walk me through from like when someone first hears about you? through the experience of them kind of using the product, what that looks like, you know, who would use this and then kind of, yeah, yeah. we'd love to hear a little bit more about the experience. Absolutely. So we're a B2B to C company, which means that we sell to uh, organizations, but we design for end users, right? So um, most of the time, the way this works is that we work with large immigrant rights organizations or law firms that serve um, clients remotely right now. So we're actually the only software that allows uh, attorneys to effectively serve clients remotely. Um, we have mostly worked with asylum seekers. So what that looks like from the asylum perspective, most of those folks are fleeing some type of violence in their country. So uh, it's a pretty rough situation. And if you're then faced with a bunch of paperwork, you could see how that's a pretty horrible experience. So what we do is we provide translations and context for each question. So if the question is, are you fluent in English? The actual thing you have to know is that this question is getting to are you willing to give up your right to have an interpreter present during your court proceedings so formally would make sure that you have that context and that you understand what this question is really getting to and once you're done you get to upload some evidence and some supporting documents formally can pre-populate any subsequent form for me for you so you don't ever have to fill out information twice and then your attorney just reviews it and it's a pretty simple straightforward process I kind of feel like this is a big deal. I feel like you're doing some really important work. I'd love to hear, like, how did you decide to get started with this? I do think that, like, yeah, this is, like, more than just, you know, business opportunity company. You're doing, like, some inc- incredible work. So how did you decide to land on this? I mean, what's yeah. the origin story for formally? Uh, I love talking about this. So my background is actually in policy. So um, I have done work with immigration policy and asylum seekers and refugees all over the world. And I'm actually also an immigrant myself, so I've gone through the immigration process myself. And, you know, I have an Ivy League education and speak fluent English, and it was still really 
hard for me. So I think that was definitely an empathy builder. But uh, working with refugees, I was just shocked to see that in the US, you're not guaranteed an attorney if you want to plead your case in court and your family's life literally depends on it. So uh, we actually found that 86% of asylum seekers have no legal representation and that makes them about five times more likely to be denied. Um, and then the other two reasons are one that immigration is just a really broken legal system and the legal buying experience across the board is really broken and like nobody likes forms, right? Nobody likes to fill out ends and ends of paperwork and even if you're paying an attorney $20,000 for your immigration case, you're likely still gonna get like 20 different Google forms and it's gonna be really awkward and it's kind of a legal black box, right? So we believe that making these processes accessible and transparent is really uh, beneficial for all consumers. And I think that leads us to a bigger vision of making formally a digital passport uh, for people trying to navigate anything from disability to housing to uh, healthcare, right? So once you have info informally, it's securely encrypted. And then the last part is I'm a security and uh, anti-surveillance researcher at Stanford. So I really care about having a securely encrypted product for all your data. So formally also um, does that for you. And when you message your attorney, only your attorney sees it and it's not stored like, like locally on your phone, it's just on the cloud. So it's a much more secure way to keep data. I feel like this is, I have to guess that since you've started formally, um, you've learned a lot about the market and about this space. Um, I feel like, yeah, a lot of education, just like, you you know, with any uh, new uh, company you start. I'm curious for you, what have been some things that you've learned since you started this? It could be about the market, about the process, about yourself, um, mm -hmm. about business building, but like, what are some kind of things that you've learned since you started formally? Yeah, there's so many learnings. I think um, in the accessible design part, you know, we're, we're learning more and more about what makes something easy to use, right? So building accessibility into every step of our product has been a huge learning experience. Sometimes you have to build things like a save button, you know, formally is auto saving, but people really want to have a save button to feel safe um, and feel like their data is keeping, like is keeping track, like they're keeping track of their data well. Um, the other thing yeah, that we learned is that legal tech really hasn't been innovated. So the legal field is kind of still pre-industrial revolution, right? So attorneys are doing a lot of what we call like mental physical labor, which is filling out forms, explaining things over and over again, right? And that's really not a great way to use attorney time. So we don't believe in replacing attorneys, but we think that attorneys should have really good tools. And no attorney right now has told me ever that they love their case management software. So someone at the bar association recently called us the apple of case management and i think that's because we're really rethinking the way case management works and having it be like a really good user experience right rather this than this black box um but we've also found that the law is slow to change and that working that we're proving something really hard right we had to prove that we could design a product that people who don't speak english and have no tech literacy could use and um that was a big thing to prove, right? But that's also why we started with the asylum space because that allowed us to solve this really, really hard user design challenge. And now nonprofits that had never considered spending any money on software are suddenly like really excited to use Formally and also like pay us for it, which is uh, kind of unheard of. Absolutely, it's a, it's, a, it's a very good feeling when you, you build something, but you don't just build it, you people that think it's so valuable, they will part with their cash. That is a great feeling, 100%. If you were to look out uh, for formally, you know, five years, 10 years, 15 years, however far you want to look out, what will the company look like then? Or I guess in other words, what's the big vision and kind of what direction are you rowing in every day? 
Yeah, I really hope that everyone's going to have formally on their device, right, uh, downloaded or uh, as a web app. And that's because I really think nobody has solved navigating bureaucratic systems effectively yet, right? So I really want formally to help you if you're trying to apply for uh, assisted housing or a food program that formally can help you through that. And since you've already likely filled out any sort of PDF, uh, formally can just pre-populate it for you and give you the context you need, you know, and give you these nudges. Like most immigrants who are seeking asylum are eligible for a fee waiver. They totally don't know, right? So I think actually making that transparent and easy is a huge goal of ours. So I want everyone to have formally, I want attorneys to just be able to talk to their clients. Clients walk away with really high value um, and they can just use it for any other process that they don't like doing moving forward. And to make that happen, you'll need some help, right? We all need help when we're starting companies. Um, so, and luckily, people listening to the podcast are here to help, and they know the question's coming. And the question is, what is an ask that you have for the forward-thinking founders community? Are you hiring? Are you fundraising, looking for users, like business yeah. partnerships, feedback? How, how can the community assist? We're actually at a super exciting stage. So we've mostly worked with um, immigrant rights organizations, but we're really excited to start partnering with businesses. And that is because as an international student, I know how hard it is to uh, get hired if your employer has to pay $20,000 a year for an H-1B. So we're really excited to start offering formally uh, to universities for international students and then also to employers who are looking uh, to hire international talent and maybe want to hire an, an immigration attorney on an hourly basis rather than per case. Um, so we're really looking for if there are any students out there uh, who are international students or who feels like strongly for their international students to connect us so we can get in touch with your international student office. And for companies who are not currently hiring foreign uh, workers, I'd be really excited to get in touch and see if we can make something work for you because there's so much untapped talent and it's to me outrageous that it costs so much money to hire um, international students. Absolutely. And, and if someone kind of hears what you're saying, they're super aligned, they want to help, how can they find you? Can they find you on the internet? What's your, what's your URL? Can they email you? Yeah. Can they find you on Twitter? You know, how can people connect? Yeah, so we just started having uh, an Instagram, so you can find us on Instagram. Uh, we have a website called formally.us. You just go to the URL. And you can also email me directly at amelie at formally.us. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Matt. It was really fun.